Hey there. Do you ever get that customer that looks like they're a mouse trapped in a corner? Let's talk about how to deal with the timid buyer on today's episode of The Buyer's Mind. Welcome to The Buyer's Mind, where we take a closer look deep inside your customer's decision-making mechanism to reverse engineer the perfect sales presentation. Now, please welcome your host, Jeff Shore. Hello again, everybody. Jeff Shore here, your host on The Buyer's Mind, the podcast where we try and figure out how do our customers think? What is going on inside their brain? Because ultimately, we want to sell the way that our buyers want to buy, but you got to understand that. I just want to continually encourage you to look at it and ask yourself the question, are you selling the way that you want to sell? Or are you selling the way that your buyer wants to buy? So much of what we've been taught in sales is all about sales-centric or sales-people-centric. Here's your perfect presentation. And I would argue there's only one perfect presentation, and that is the presentation that complements the way your customer wants to accomplish their goals anyway. But we know that sometimes we see customers uh, who are not quite as outgoing as others. Now, uh, my friend Jonathan, he's, he's timid. He's quiet. He's a great guy. And he's never going to dominate a conversation at a party. I can promise you that. But get him one-on-one -on -one and see that he's comfortable. And you can't shut Jonathan up. He just rebels. It's almost like he saves it up, right? It's like for all the different uh, settings in his life, all the different uh, times when he is a raging introvert, and then you give him a little permission and you make him a little comfortable, and it all comes out in one conversation. It's actually uh, pretty funny. But we see this with customers all the time, don't we? They walk through the door and they're just timid. And you try your best. You try and be your nicest self and you ask questions and you get the little one word answers. And they're, they're one step away from visibly shaking, like they're going to throw their hands in front of their face and, and in case you decide to hit them. Uh, it's a really interesting phenomenon. And and I want to just want to warn you right now, it's, it's a difficult buyer for those salespeople who are otherwise true extroverts. Now, look, I've long said that introverts make for great salespeople, but extroverts uh, certainly can as well. But if you're upbeat and outgoing and you just want to have a good time, if if your sales presentation is defined by the words, let's party, uh, you're going to have a hard time with that timid buyer. So let's get into it. Let's understand the timid buyer and, and, and first of all, why they are timid in the first place. Now, in some cases, it does come down to personality profiling. There are personality types that are far more reserved than others. I do want to make sure we're clear on this. That is a personality type that does not make it a part of their character. It doesn't make them mean. It doesn't make them cold. It doesn't make them non-feeling. The personality is an expression of behavior, not character. But it might be a personality type. A second thing it might be is just fear, fear of salespeople, fear of making a bad decision, fear of overpaying, fear of being taken advantage of. It could be any number of different things, and that might be based on their own experiences or on their preconceptions or whatever it is, but fear is a huge barrier. There's no question about it. Or maybe they're timid because they just want to hold their cards close to the vest. Maybe they're just looking and saying, well, if I tell them too much, you know, it might take advantage of me. I'm going to suggest that all of those things come down to one overarching issue here, and the issue is lack of trust. When we see people who are timid, 
it is an indication in some way, shape, or form of a lack of trust. It's almost like, if you think about it, I don't want to compare your customers to dogs, but think about it from this perspective. If you go up to a dog, you know, he's on a leash in a park, whatever, and that dog just cowers immediately. Uh, you go to a friend's house and the dog just won't come up to you right away. What's happening here? They look timid. They look afraid. No, look, I, I don't think it necessarily means that the dog has been beaten in their past, but they are just timid. Some dogs are just timid dogs. And then what happens? You hang out for a while. You relax. You calm down. And then on their terms, they come over to you and they sniff your hand. And then they let you pet them. And pretty soon the dog is your best friend. The dog won't leave your side. Well, what does that all come down to? Same thing. It comes down to the presence or absence of trust. If trust is there, everything changes. So when we're thinking about that timid buyer, that is our goal. Our goal is to not to make them not timid. Our goal is to build trust. And so we have to ask ourselves the question, what are some of the things that we do that will build trust? And I want to give you a couple suggestions. One is to the power of that early service promise. I've long been preaching the idea of the service promise early on in the conversation, especially when you're dealing with somebody who is uh, timid, who is who, who is closed, uh, who looks a little bit afraid and is demonstrating that there is a lack of trust. That service promise can go a long way to be able to say, look, I just want to make sure we understand you. My job here is to serve your needs. That's it. If I don't have what you're looking for, I'm going to tell you. I'm not going to jam anything down your throat. I am here to serve. And that promise early on in the process goes a long way towards diffusing that initial concern, those early fears, and to letting the buyer know, okay, this salesperson gets it. This salesperson understands my fear. They understand what I am going through. So if I can give them a little service promise early on that I am here to help you, I'm here to help you accomplish your goal, whether you buy from me or not, it can go a long way towards getting the ball rolling and, and starting to relieve some of those fears. Second thing I want to suggest is that you're talking more about their life than you are about your product. So if I say to the customer early on, hey, listen, I can serve you best when I know you best. I don't want to try and sell you something that you don't want. So I want to ask you just a few questions about what you're coming from in order to know that I'm showing you the right thing. And if I don't have the right thing, well, I'll tell you that too. Fair enough. And that gives me permission to be able to get in to understand their life, to understand the experiences about what is their situation now? What's not working for them? Describe the dilemma. What is the dissatisfaction and what you currently have? What is causing you the frustration? And so now as I move through that, I can say, great, what are some of the must-haves on your list? What is most important to you? What have you seen already that you've liked? If you've done your online shopping, what caught your attention? So what's happening here? I'm talking about their life, not about my product. You'll have plenty of time to talk about your product, but talk about their life because at that point, you know what's beautiful about that? Everybody is an expert on their own life. Everyone is an expert on their own life. These are not difficult questions for them to answer. So let's not talk about your product yet. Let's talk about their life. Then, and this is a third thing, and this is really, really helpful with the timid buyer. The key during the presentation when you're showing your product, the key is this, to find, find a pattern. It's going to sound something like this. You said this about your life right now, so let me show you that. You told me this, 
So let me show you that. So what I want here is during the presentation of my product, of my solution, I want it all to be tied to what I already know. This is so valuable to the timid buyer because this shows trust. I can trust you because you're showing something that directly ties to my life. They can't argue that fact because they're the ones who gave you that information. You showed me this about your life, so let me show you that over here about the solution. It's a great way to be able to relieve those fears and to get the customer to trust you. The fact is your customer has a right to be timid. Your customer has a right to feel however they want to. The burden is completely on us to build a trust relationship. But when we do, we get to change their world.